Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? All right. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to another episode of what? That's still debate. I guess this is still in your feed as Glee Aggressive. So uh, welcome to Glee. Aggressive. Clap. Aggressive. Aggressive. Did you just bop your head? I did. I did. I panicked. (laughs) I have one hand holding a microphone and I can't clap and I panicked. My hand oh, was already okay. up in the air, so it, was, it just it was it was it gravity. Honestly, it was so graceful, and I think if 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 I if you or I were anyone else, we wouldn't have brought it up. But <laughs> um, so while this is in your feet, as Glee clap aggressive, uh, <laughs> we're we are doing a different show today again. If you listened last time, you would know that we're continuing to backdoor our own selfish interests, um, or. Uh, welcome to another episode of Simp, the self-indulgent musical podcast. Hooray! Hooray! We, we don't have an intro song. to that one yet. Or a right. theme song. Write in. Uh, aggressive at yeah, gmail.com. write in a theme song, please. <laughs> yes, or at least lyrics. Yeah, something. Um, Ian, as you know, last time we got to celebrate all the joys of theater. Yes, I was Not there. all of them. Some of them. Um... Uh, you know, our, our top five favorite joys yeah. of musical theater, as we well as theater. honorable mentions. Today, it's good to be a hater. Today today is a day for haters. Especially, today is a day to be a hater. Especially because I just saw Town this afternoon oh. on the day we're recording. And holy shit, does that show live up to the hype. I was going to be so shocked if you were like, I saw Town today. And it's on my list. Like, if you were like, actually, it sucked. I would have to turn in my equity card right fucking now. I was going to say, I think you would get fired from Theater Kid. I would be, yeah. I would have to give my notice. Um, But yeah. And when it comes to Hadestown, I am legally obligated to talk about how uh, current Hermes, Lilius White, Mm -hmm. who was not in the show today. We saw a brilliant understudy, but how um, I worked with Lilius White uh, in one of my first gigs out of college. And she's delightful. She's wonderful. And also also legally obligated to talk about how a friend of mine was Eurydice on the national tour. So she was like the original tour Eurydice, which is rad. Um, I found some, yeah, I found some like slime tutorials today of her in it. And um, she does not disappoint. Morgan Siobhan Green can do no wrong. Beautiful. We stan. Um, but we're we're not here to stand today. No. What is the op? What we're is the opposite hate. of stand? Hate. It's it's we're here to be haters. So yes, you would think, Ian, that I'm going to come up here and tell you that our structure is the same as last time, where we go through our bottom five and end with like our least favorite of all time. Right. Um. However, uh, I had a lot more trouble with this list than top five, presumably because I don't make it a habit to surround myself with things I don't like. Same. So. I have three distinct ones that I can confidently say, like, I don't like these. But then I have two subcategories. One is about four that I have no reason to dislike, but don't on sort of 
unexplained vibes. <laughs> and then two that I, I say I don't like but have no evidence for it because I've never once tried to interact with it. My my list is somewhat similar. I definitely have three okay. that I'm like, fuck this show. Yep. And then I have two, just two singular musicals that I'm like, my reason for liking this is very nuanced and it's not one of them it's not even necessarily that i don't even like it i just remember being very critical of it and i mm-hmm. was struggling to come up with a fifth one because Fair. you know it's it's a harsh luxury of uh enjoying a lot of the things within your interest yep. so that made it hard to compile a i guess a bottom five musicals so i think what we should do is let's go through your list first if there's okay. any that overlap, I'll mention it, and then I will go through my confusing catacombs of opinions. Okay, all five of mine. Yeah, let's just start from. Okay, so we'll end with the worst of the worst. So okay, um, yeah. So the one I'm going—I don't even have these in like an order. Fine. Um, the one I'm going to mention first is a little-known musical called *The People in the Picture*. It's it- you mentioned this to me. Um, a couple, like a month ago, we talked briefly wow. about this. Yes. I, when I wild. asked you what the most depressing musical was, I think. <laughs> and next year in Israel. Um, yep. So, um, this, I, like, the musical itself is not bad. Like, and it, a, a, a demi-tangent that um, Karina and I had uh, actually had sort of in mind when we were approaching this uh, show is... This, like, meme that I found on Twitter, which uh, is kind of like, not a Venn diagram, but it's basically like an XY axis of, yep. like, one side is bad as in I hate it, the other side is bad as in it's not good or, like, mm-hmm. it's poorly constructed. Yeah. And then, like, the Y axis is, like, uh, good as in I love it and then good as in well constructed on the other end. So yeah. this first one, people in the picture, I would say... It's kind of in the middle, like, it's kind of like at ground zero in a way, because, like, okay. I don't think it's bad. I did like it, but I do think it had some issues, mainly that, like, it was so fucking depressing, and they spelled out a lot of stuff for you that you did not need to see or have spelled out for yeah. you. When you have a show about Jews during World War II... There it is. You yeah, know. There you it know is. what you happens... Know? You know, not everyone's making it out of that play alive, unfortunately. Um, and this is one where we saw some folks really not making it out alive. Um, that being said, Nicole Parker was in it from Mad TV and Wicked. She is a national treasure. Now she's in Titanic. Oh. Um, yeah, as Celine Dion. Um, so, like, I, Donna Murphy was in it. Like, a great cast. Like, and talented as fuck. But, like, just... Not a musical that I don't really think has a life outside of this one yeah. iteration of it. It does, like, not to, like, overly simplify, but it does kind of have the vibes of, like, a dark comedy, someone trying to make, like, Anne Frank the musical, where you're like, maybe some things don't need songs. A little bit, Maybe yeah. some things don't need to be musicals. Like, that's not to say all musical theater is meant to be happy and tackling bright subjects there's space for everything but for this like it just maybe it it it, uh it uh, it took up more than its space that is a great very good way to say that all right okay okay that's number five ish let's go to number four ish 
Um, number four is mainly in a category of I just had a bad time doing this musical. Okay. So it's a bit tainted for me. And unfortunately, Karina, it is Bye Bye Birdie. That's which fair. Which I know you love. I do love Bye Bye Birdie, but I know it's like every, it's the bane of, I would assume, almost every high school. Yes. And I was, of course, Karina knows this, but I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Voice in the middle of its fourth year of changing <laughs> out of To Be it Determined. It took its time. <laughs> it took its time. Playing Randolph McAfee, the the son, the, mm-hmm. the boy. Um, Which, like, frankly, I feel like most people wouldn't be able to identify that character name. They would just be like, I played the boy in Bye Bye Birdie, and everyone right. would know. Oh, no, I because that was also the first year I started learning, like, about scene study and, like, how to break down and analyze scripts and... This character that I had at 15 that had maybe a total of 10 lines at most and, like, two verses of songs, I, like, I I went, like, Juilliard on that shit. I was like, what is his motivation? This is the most important role I will ever play. Right. Meanwhile, that was also while I was doing Cats, which was a fucking blast. That's two very different shows to be doing Two very different shows. And I was the fucking lead in Cats. Like, I, I mean, not Grisabella, but I was the, like, the the male lead... (laughs) And then to have to walk over to Bye Bye Birdie and play boy. Truly just, like, I, like if I ever had a complex about, like, oh, I'm too good for this, it was definitely, like, when I, I and I don't know if this is true, but, like, if, if I were to have ever had a complex, it was definitely when I would go from, like, Cats rehearsals where I was, like, truly, like, like in my fucking bag, like, singing, dancing, like, all over the walls yep. to, like, fucking Bye Bye Birdie where I don't like most of the people I'm working with. I'm sitting there just as a child trying to pitch my voice as high as I can in the throes of puberty. Yeah, and, I like, mean, no show. The the goodness, a, show, a mediocre, like, a, Bobby Birdie's a mid-show to start with. Yeah. And you're living through puberty during it. It's going to be a bad time. Right. And I did not like most of the people there. Like, it was a time where I was discovering that a lot of people who I thought were my friends were not my friends. Um, and, of course, we all were in principal roles on that show yep so um, but that being said all of the uh rosy material a plus spanish yes, rose correct killer song yep you're um ass. yeah yeah i mean my mom famously offered me a million dollars to stop singing bye bye Birdie birdie songs around the house um i could how old were you uh old enough to understand that the concept of money would be more powerful than the concept of being able to sing bye bye birdie but i wasn't able to do it not old Word. enough to probably understand my mom did not have a million dollars to give me. <laughs> Although maybe somewhere, I also knew. Somewhere in that great Somewhere area. in that range, yeah. yes. Um, so that's number four. Yes, Number okay. three is is a combination of I had a bad experience on this show and I think the show is just really fucking dumb. Yes. It's called Honk the Musical. Is it about it's, geese? It's the ugly duckling. Oh my God. I did play a goose. Honk. That's Honk. amazing. And I like would have some, never known this existed. And it, like, it beat Lion King for best musical at the Olivier's. What? Which I call bullshit. I mean, like, the British have their thing. And yeah, I love them for that. They love geese. Yeah. They, <laughs> they love geese. We all know about this. If the Brits love one thing, it's geese. Are they, like, um, geese and duck costumes? Or are they, like, human analogs of geese and ducks. I mean, the way we did it was, like, human analogs. So you're wearing, like, like, little shorts of... and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And, like, I, and like the goose that I played was, like, 
like a, a fighter pilot captain kind of thing. So, like I was in like a uniform, right? Of and course. of course, like every first word out of your mouth is like, "I am Greylag the Goose." So like, there's no because right. everyone can't tell. Otherwise. Like literally, like I'm Henrietta the Chicken, and it's like, okay, well, great, thank you. Otherwise, is it we four children. Um, more or less. Okay, I guess, and like. Not that I was so sophisticated at 14 that, like, I knew the show was, like, not for me because I'm above children's theater, which I'm not. Yes. Um, you've seen me do children's theater. I was going to say, uh, we've all seen children's <laughs> theater yes. with the in it. Yep. Um, but some of the material, some of the songs are great. I just, I, I, I don't think we needed an ugly ducking, duckling musical. An ugly ducking um, musical. An ugly ducking musical. We did not need either one. No. Um, and like, yeah, I, I don't know how else to describe it other than that. And then on top of that, a lot of the people that I was working with on Bye Bye Birdie were also in that. And that was a- So bad to worse. So bad to worse. Yeah. Like, And I think Honk was even like the summer before Bye Bye Birdie. So like either way, I was set up for failure. I was not having a good time. However, fun fact, I'm just remembering now, two folks that were in that production with me, one is Edie Modica, who was on um, uh, Jury Duty with James oh. Marsden. Yeah, so she's kind of blown up. Yeah. And someone else in that cast is Anna Barishnikov, who is Mikhail Barishnikov's daughter, of course, but now has like a successful acting career namely in dickinson on apple tv plus so okay wow and this Honk, is i mean launching stars right and this is like the same theater company where it's like i went and skylar aston went mm-hmm. and like a lot of adam chandler barat went like like there's there's legacy here yes but yeah fuck honk um <laughs> I'm going to make bumper two. stickers that just say fuck honk, say fuck honk. <laughs> And people will be confused. They'll be like, do you just hate honking? So, or what? I don't know. Geese? What do you hate? Should I not honk at you? Right? What um, do you want here? Yeah. This this show sucks. Um, <laughs> Number it's, two. It's, it's one of those bad as in I don't like it and bad as in I don't think it's well made. Let's um, hear it. Well, number two. Number two is Bad Cinderella. I didn't even consider bad cinderella which i can't believe i mean i've never seen it nor have i tried to listen to it so i guess it kind of ruled it out for me but and this is in like and this is in its sort of its own category of i'm not here to shit on anybody that like was involved in that no. production except, except for andrew, andrew lloyd, lloyd webber and whoever wrote the book right yeah um because i, I that was a show i saw the final dress rehearsal of because okay. i had a friend that was part of it who like, was part I'm, of it? You don't have to keep this in. I'm just curious. Oh, I can. Um, uh, my uh, Renee's husband Sean oh. was uh, electrics on it. Cool. Um, yeah, he. Uh, I think he was like chief electric. I forget exactly what the title is right now. Um, Slay. But oh, truly. Um, <laughs> so I saw that with friend of our show Lauren Kennedy, mm-hmm. and another show that nobody asked for this. Yeah. Another show where everybody looks the same, everybody sounds the same. It the show the full musical is itself 30 minutes too long. Yeah. There is a wedding sequence that happens in the middle of act 2, but you don't know that it's only the middle of act 2. You think we're wrapping up here. Like great. And then we're, we're done. great. Okay, we like it, yeah. I can use the bathroom. 
But then it goes on for another 30 minutes, and Bad Cinderella is coming to terms with, like, maybe, I don't know, like, she's, like, she, that she is bad, and, like, I don't fucking, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but there's just another 30 minutes, and she sings the Bad Cinderella theme song another, at least once, if not twice. That's too much. Yes, too much, and um, everybody in that production, incredibly talented. The talent was there. They ate. Yeah. It was but like you would do it too for a paycheck you know like that's the thing there was a role that i could do in my sleep yeah and guess what i would i would take that paycheck um that's cinderella on tour call ian bradsky yeah i'm available um and there were a handful of nuggets in that show Mm -hmm. that really could have been what the show was about like there's stuff about like running away from the people that actually are like are reaching out to you, closing mm-hmm. off people, like you know, mm-hmm. big Anna Kendrick and Pitch Perfect one uh, kinds of themes. Right. Um, but we could have just had Pitch Perfect the musical instead, instead and that would have Cinderella, yeah, right, and that would have more successfully done it. I do hope that everyone in that cast, I mean, like Carolee Carmelo is already a legend. Grace McLean is all is already fucking killing it. Um. I hope everybody else in that show has long careers because if nothing else, they deserve it. Yes. Um, it also did so, give us iconic, I'm not your regular Cinderella. I'm step your bad kick, Cinderella. I'm your bad c- Cinderella. Step kick on so, your, yes. Step we, kick, kick, leap, yes. kick, bad Cinderella. Um, But you're absolutely right. No one's going to come up here and argue that bad Cinderella was not a bad right. show. He put and it in the like, title. Like, right. Um, uh, yeah. And like, I, of course, I, I was on that corner of TikTok during the discourse. Uh, yeah. and. I like. I'm happy for all the people that had a good time there. It I wasn't just, you. I what well, wasn't me. Wasn't me. I'm happy for you, but couldn't be me. <laughs> I'm gonna take a quick sip of water before of I do my number one. This is all to build up suspense, people. Bum, bum, bum. I'm so curious because there's so many things it could be. I'm gonna do a quick honorable mention. Yes, please. Again, sorry to everybody that I actually liked during my involvement in this, mm-hmm. but we need to let Soul Doctor fucking die. I have no idea what that is. I think, I'm trying to remember if you were, I think you were in the city when I worked on it. Okay. I did props for it. Okay. It's a show that like had an, an out-of-town tryout tanked. Yeah. Had like another out-of-town tryout tanked. Went directly to Broadway tanked. How about that? Then they did a revival off-Broadway, tanked. Tanked, okay. But so. off-Broadway, I was in charge, excuse me, I was in charge of props on that. So it was through the St. Luke's Theater. I've, like, I actually enjoyed, like, working with a bunch of people from St. Luke's, and the, um, the director-choreographer on that show is a freaking delight. But the show is just, there's no need for this show. Let it die. Bye. The the main producer on it was a dentist that just like shelled out money. I just like walked up to his office one day and I was like, I need five hundred dollars for a carpet and he was like, Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. That sounds really shady when you put it that way that you just went up to a dentist and he gave you money. Um for theater. It like it wasn't like five hundred, it was like me it was definitely like a couple hundred for like a carpet. That's like not how theater should work, I feel like. Right. Right. Um so that's my honorable mention. Okay. My le- I, I don't know if this is my least favorite show. It's my least favorite show right now. Yep. Is Girl from North Country. Okay. The the 
alleged Bob Dylan jukebox <laughs> musical. Now, why do you say alleged there? That's a big word. I don't know. I okay. don't know. I think just because, like, I went into this musical really jazzed. Like, I was like, okay, this music is up my alley. This looks folksy. I'm into mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Like, what can go wrong? And the answer is clearly enough so that I don't know what the fuck happened for those three hours. Yep, that's fair. That that show was so long. It was about nothing. It was just about people who live in, like, a community home during, like, the Dust Bowl or the Depression or something. Okay. It has the most ham-fisted iteration of Chekhov's gun Ooh. that I've ever seen. Because literally it's, like, Mary Winningham like enters the stage at first and is like what you doing around here as i polish my gun and i'm like we're going ah. to see that later got it um, so like a literal chekhov's gun a too. literal chekhov's gun man yeah so <laughs> uh, um yeah the music i mean the music is bob dylan it's well arranged S- your mileage I'm, may vary depending on right and like i felt bad because there was like some dude that was like in new york touring like just as a tourist from israel was like i figured i should see a broadway show and this has bob dylan in it so great and i'm like oh buddy that's how she shows okay i I mean like i might have too but goddamn this show i was trying i was working so hard to keep up with what was going on because there's 20 characters they all have their own storyline their storylines go fully nowhere except for like one dude that kicks it and then has a gospel number in the middle of the second act which was the best part of the show um it was a white dude by the way yeah um i mean quite honestly what it sounds like you're describing to me is the average experience of listening to a bob dylan song so it seems like it might be on brand for the source material but doesn't bob dylan songs are like sometimes a little too long confusing you're not quite sure what you're listening to sure but yeah you're confused like, as to why it's a white guy yeah like right like and i i i was talking to um our friend renee about this show because it reminded her of the band's visit which is one of my favorite shows mm-hmm. it's another show about people just kind of in a town yep. doing nothing yep. nothing happens but band's visit was just like leaps better. and bounds at yeah. better and girl from north country i'm like who gives a shit mm. oh you're a writer too and you're frustrated Join, get in line, buddy. So what it was missing was Monk's Tony Shalhoub is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yes, it was missing mm-hmm. Monk's Tony Shalhoub and any semblance of a plot moving forward. Okay. And then, like, in the end, spoiler alerts from this fucking show that is <laughs> actually, I know a guy who's about to go on the tour of it, so sorry. Um, <laughs> so, and, like, at the end, it's basically like, well, we got to close the house and we're all going in separate directions. By the way, your mom and I are planning on killing ourselves. Huh? They don't. Oh, good. They don't even follow through with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for whatever trigger warnings yeah. that, 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 that brings yep. up. But Jesus, Hillary, Rodham, Christ, what, what did I watch that day? It sounds confusing. It was, and so that's why girl. From, oh, and there's not even a girl from North Country. There's no title character. Rough. Okay, you lost me there for sure. <laughs> the, the whole time I was waiting for like, oh, who's it gonna be? There's Which like one's the girl 12, from North Country. There's like yeah. twelve women on this stage. One of them's gotta be the girl from the North Country. None of them. That sucks because I love the Dust Bowl, and I feel like that could be a rich fodder for. Well, actually, I don't know. Things were pretty sucky there. 
Um, it was, but like when I did the Woody Guthrie musical, like a good true. portion of that is about Woody Guthrie's life living through the Dust Bowl. Like so, there so it is, can be done. It can be done. Like there, I mean, like with that, like there is a nine eleven musical. Like there, like yeah. So like you can find tasteful ways to musicalize tragedy and make yep. it more palatable or whatever. Yep. This did not do that. This just talked about people for three hours, including intermission. And I, no. And it wasn't for you. No, no. Again, sorry if I'm yucking <laughs> people's yum, but like, no, I, tapped out, it. tapped out. All right. Let's talk about my confusing list. I actually thought of one as we were doing this to sort okay. of toss in. Yes. So take the floor. Uh, the first thing I'm going to bring up was actually to, uh, brought to you by one uh the opinions of somewhat combined of me and zach okay because i throw this stuff to him and one i'm a little surprised you didn't mention because zach was like ian's for sure gonna say this and he Ooh. wanted to say babes in arms i like babes in arms it might have just been so i've never seen babes in arms i can't really form an opinion on it except that a lot of people i know had a terrible time performing right. this show we we are yeah, working it was, on it it was a main stage musical our freshman my freshman year of college and it was not a great experience for pretty much everyone it was a perfectly fine experience for me overall but like i had already done babes in arms once before so you knew what you were getting into i knew what i was getting into and i actually had a great and that was right before honk that was literally weeks before honk (laughs) i did babes in arms having the time of my fucking life and then honk everything fucking crashed you know, the babes to arms to honk pipeline. <laughs> I have nothing, no idea what babes in arms is about, except that I, I arrived at college and everyone was like suffering was from like, babes in arms related PTSD. So yes, I will so never true. watch it because I don't care to. You, do, you don't need to. I'm not going to say it's required viewing for theater nerds. Thank you. I don't know what it's about and I don't want to learn. Uh, <laughs> in that same vein of a show that I don't know what it's about, I don't want to learn and I have no reason for not for that. And I think this is one that you actually like. Ian, it's Pippin. I do like Pippin. I just don't I like care Pippin. to learn about Pippin. That's fine. Look, Pippin is not for everyone. Yeah. When I can see how, like, I can see how it can be taken as very much like, oh, this young man is lost. Get in line. <laughs> right? I just, I literally have never once bothered to learn what Pippin is about. I just look at, like, the per- the. <laughs> poster for pippin and i get vibes that i'm like this show isn't for me it's i mean is that what magic to do is from yes it's okay what magic to do so is you know from, what it is what corner of the sky is from you know what it is there's an episode of gilmore girls where they're at like a town hall meeting or something and like all all these kids come rushing in with in unitards singing magic to do and throwing glitter in the crowd and lorelei right. is like Oh, I hate this. And I was like, if this is what Pippin is, I also don't want it. So it's Gilmore Girls' fault that I don't like Pippin. <laughs> the influence, the power. Of Gilmore Girls. Um, so yes, I just wanted to throw those out there as two shows that I have no reason for disliking other than I look at them and go bad vibes. For all, all I know, right. they're great. And I could consume them one day and be like, I liked that. But until then, we'll never know. I, I would be interested to one day get your opinion on Pippin. I don't care about Babes in Arms enough <laughs> to get your opinion on it. Okay. So these next handful is shows that um, I've, like, kind of tried to dabble in or people have been – I know people like them and I've given them a chance and it just it just doesn't click with me. Okay. Um, 
The first one is most of hair. I like... That surprises me. I like a lot of chunks of hair, but I find some of it, I think it's just too long. And I quite actually like the movie of hair. And I think the musical, because the movie, like the the movie is one of my mom's favorites. I watched that. I had to watch it for school. Um, So the musical, I try to go and listen to it and I'm like, too different. Too different. It is very different. It's very different. Can't relate. I... That is one that I do hope you can, like, see I tried. a production of. Yeah, I have not tried to see it. I don't know how to do that. One day, maybe. I mean, w- one day if it pops up. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to see what you think of a- an actual live production of it. I think I would like it. It's just when trying to just consume it through your car stereo, I was it's, just like, yeah. too much. And, I mean, like, maybe to its credit, maybe not. But, like, you don't get a whole lot of what the plot is through the music Exactly. Alone. And if and, and without that, it can be hard. Like, I don't have time to, like, I can Wikipedia the plot all I want, and it's still sort of incomprehensible. It seems like it's just right. a very visual show. You have to experience and it. And I did yeah. not have the luxury of visuals. Right. Um. So the next one's sort of not fair to this musical. I don't like Jersey Boys because I don't like the music of Frankie Valley, and so therefore there's no appeal of it to me. I don't blame you, though. It's just... That- yeah, I mean, it's I mean, a show that I appreciate because there's a part for me in it. But otherwise, obviously. I'm like, I mean, but otherwise, I'm like, I was never a huge Frankie Valley Four Seasons fan growing up either. Like, it's a sh- like some jukebox musicals are gonna live and die by the artist that they are jukeboxing, and if yeah, if it's not for you, especially again, if you're not able to sit on and watch it and understand how they like weave a story through these songs. Then you're just listening to people doing covers of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, and who wants that? Right. If, some people, obviously, but but not I. And I know they made a, a, a film adaptation of it. Yes. And I'm I, wasn't Nick Jonas attached to it for a minute or that something? That sounds I, like he would be. I, I don't know for sure. I just know that they tried it. Anyway. Yeah. So... This next one is a snap judgment based on one song I heard on a Spotify playlist. Okay. And it is Moulin Rouge. And we've talked about we this. We have. Yeah. That I heard the like mashup of all the. It's got like a name that's like. Like mashes all of the songs together yeah, in one title. And I was like, oh, the Elephant Love Medley. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I they heard updated this. that from the movie. From the movie. And I was like, oh, I think. Because I really want to love Moulin Rouge because I like Spectacle and I like Aaron DeVate. But I yeah. listened to this and I was like, I think this is bad. Like, I rarely listen to a song and be like, oh, something like, oh, it's too slow, not for me. But I was like, oh, I sure. I think I actively dislike this. And I don't know anything I, I don't else think... about it. I, I don't think the Elephant Love medley in either context is the reason why you should or should not see Moulin Rouge. Not like, representative of the entire musical. That, yeah. So, yeah. Sure like, it's... I did see it. I did see it. I had a great fucking time. Okay. Like, it's it's another one where I would think, like, if you were around and had comps and you got to go, I would be interested It'd be a good time, yeah. Opinion. I think I would probably like it more in person. I just listened to this one song driving in my car, and I was like, you did a bad job with this one, guys. <laughs> This one's not I'm trying good. to remember. 
what what was part of this one i don't i don't know i wonder if i can pull it i, lyrics really I fast. feel like yeah i feel like they had like a regina specter song shoehorned into it yeah and i was just like mm. yeah all you need is love which i think was part of the movie version love yeah, hurts love hurts Take, Take on, on me, me, which why? Love is a battlefield. Don't it? One, it's once we got to don't speak that I was like, mm. Mm, don't speak. Yeah, what's love got to do with it? Yes. Yeah, the Regina Spector uh, song. Mm-hmm. A uh, torn. I is can't in help there. falling in love with you. Oh right, I forgot about like, that. Like I was just like, mm, too much, too much, guys. Yeah, it's really I the don't that. speak part. I was like, this is bad. And because I'm on the Apple Music version, at the end it tells you, like, the writers. And it's fully, like, 20, 25 writers. Yeah, so. Um, Yeah. So this is my last one of, like, I've just tried to get into it, and I I can't. I can't. I can't do it. And this is maybe my most controversial (laughs) one. Okay. It's, It's company. I get that. I just I get that. I've tried with company because I know like people love company. People and love company. People love it. And I just it's another one that maybe it doesn't translate well just trying to listen without like I don't know. Seeing. Like, or maybe it's I, too concepty for me. I don't know. I didn't start liking company until like my late twenties. Yeah. And at that point, I had been aware of this musical and had seen productions of this musical. Like, New Paltz did it the year before I got there. Yeah. Um, which they probably shouldn't have done. But, <laughs> no, like, I, I, it's definitely not my favorite Sondheim. It has a couple bops and everything. But, like, you really, I, I don't know. Like, I don't blame you for that. I like, think I'm I just with don't you. get company. And I haven't made a huge effort to try to get company. But I'm just like, I don't care about this man if yeah like if you're ever feeling it like well also you're like you good lucky for you congratulations to you yeah you're married have been for a while yes yeah it's and congratulations to you you do not relate with bobby it's not like, it's great. not a show for me it's not like, meant for course, karina's right like i more or less relate to it more now because i just turned 32 right and I'm yeah still single like it's got a, it's got an audience right in ladies clearly yeah <laughs> um <laughs> But the audience is just not appears to me. Me, I do like not getting married right. today because I think it's an incredibly oh. impressive song, and that song I like listening wonderful. to Kurt from Glee sing "Being Alive." Like it's a powerful That's, song. Yes, but and Neil Patrick Harris does a great rendition. I've of it also too. watched that, and I can I appreciate them. Like this is a big song to sing, but the context yeah. around it, the story around it, nothing. V- I felt nothing. You're... Very, very chorus. <laughs> very chorus line. Okay. Hey. Now, those are my, like, quick and dirty, like, I don't know, vibes, soundtracks. Like, now I'm going to give you the list of things I actually actively okay. dislike. I can't wait. I can't wait. I know I've fucked up our format. Um, no, we didn't. We actually did not have a We did not discuss the format. So, like, so. great. Okay. Number four on this list is Parade. I don't blame you. I listened to Parade, the, like, new soundtrack earlier this year. There's a couple songs on it that I really liked, but I just was like, I don't know if this needed to be a musical, basically. I agree. I don't I know agree. if this historical event needed to be set to music. I agree. I think, yeah, you just articulated something that, like, I didn't know how to say for, like, years now. Mm. Because 
that's a show I saw New Paul to do it, of course. Yep. Um, and they did a great job with it. Um, I think it is a well done show. Mm-hmm. I think it's good as in well done, but it's yeah. bad as in I don't like it. Exactly. And- like I can see that it's clearly. And reviews will tell you that it's a very good show. And people are even now are saying, like, it's an important show because it's telling, like, this very important story, which is true. I guess I just kind of question the need to music, like, put it to music. Right. Like, okay. At the same time, go on. Well, we're talking, you talk about the idea of musicals that, like, you use music in musicals when, like, you can't talk about an event. So the emotions are so high, you need to start singing about it. Yes. Where that bumps up for it to me is, like, well, this clearly happened, and they weren't needing to sing about it, and, like, that's not a great... Like, you can do historical events as musicals, but... But I think about something like Cabaret. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which, like, I mean, it's it's a little more ingrained into the concept and the namesake of the show. Yeah. While still being about something real. I also think about how, like, Leopoldstadt is also... I don't know if it's still currently running, but, like, that had been running at the same time, and that's also about, like, yeah. Jewish people and the Holocaust. Yes. Remember that we suffered. Um, I guess it's just kind of a message that maybe that's a topic that is hard to make into a musical. Yeah. yeah. Not impossible. And clearly Parade is beloved by many. The new revival has been, oh, like, yeah. everyone is dying to see it. Um, yeah. I just that, was uh, like, hmm. I, I'm with you there. And especially because that came out around the same time as Ragtime originally. Give me a Ragtime like any, a billion I mean, times over too. That's that's how I am too. And like, it feels weird to compare the two because one is clearly about like racism and the other one is clearly about anti-Semitism. Yes. <laughs> like, so there's no comparing, but like something about the vibes, like... I, I go there the the vibes are similar to me for some reason yeah maybe it's the oppression of it all but I, I'll choose ragtime over parade even yeah. though again I know I can play Leo Frank and you might one day and then you'll be like I love this show but until I, then I don't know it's fucking heavy yeah until then Ooh. I just uh it it was a no for me fair super um, fair okay number three on this list is a slightly unfair dig uh, because of the situation, the circumstances in which I have consumed this musical. Okay. Um, but it's Tuck Everlasting. <laughs> so no, I hear that one's bad. I hear that one is bad as in not well done. It's, so the reason, the only way I saw Tuck Everlasting, which probably did not help, is that me and friend of the show, Rascal, uh, went back to our high school and watched their production of it we were like we went out to dinner we're like let's go see our old high schools like because our old high school has a very robust musical theater program we don't have Mm -hmm. a ton of places locally to go see community theater so we were like let's go okay first of all we paid 20 american dollars why are high school theater productions so fucking expensive that is so much money to go to see a bunch of 14 to 18 year olds perform a subpar musical. Ugh, you're right. And then, so already combined $40 poor, we go in to watch what is objectively not a very good show. 
Tuck Everlasting is a confusing story to begin with. Why is the child with the man? Like, he might be right. like Edward Cullen, I've been 17 a while, but like, he's he's pretty old. And she's a yeah. child. And like, there's this whole yeah. thing where he's like, if I'm remembering correctly, he's like, well, I'm this age, uh, but I'm this age forever. So you right. will wait around a couple years till it's legal and then like, good, right? I'm pretty sure that happens. Um, and it's just a bunch of like, not great songs. There's one redeeming character to the point where I actually fucked up my Spotify most listened uh, to that year. Um <laughs> There's a boy detective in this show. His name is Hugo. Uh, he is the boy detective to the actual sheriff. Uh, and it is his first day on the job. And you know because he sings a song called Hugo's First Case. And then Hugo's First Case Reprise. And these are such charming little songs that I listen to them so much that it was my number t- one and number three most played song of 2019. That is objectively hilarious. It is. And I'm... I'm I'm tarnished forever by these. So go that listen to so Hugo's First Case, Part funny. 1 and 2. Um, other than that, it's a terrible show to watch a bunch of high schoolers warble through. Um, oh, yeah. And confusing uh, about why this man wants to be with this child. At least in the movie adaptation, they had the decency to make Winnie, like, 17 or something. Yeah, she's definitely not 17 in this. Right, like, I know the book. I think I read the book in, like, 6th or 7th yeah. grade. But it's like, no, she's fully a child. She's a child. Bad show. Um, Bad show. Okay. Number three is a show I have seen professionally. Like, I saw the Broadway production. It's the only show on this list that I've seen the Broadway production of. And I was like, I don't think this is a good show. And it's Rock of Ages. I knew it. I knew it. Yes, because I very famously went to see this show because someone had comps and they were like, you're free today. And I was like, I am. I am. (laughs) We're only barely friends, but sure, let's go see the show together. That's one of my favorite stories of yours that I wasn't even there for. Yeah. Uh, It's probably a great show if you're a 50-year-old dad. Um, And you're drunk. Because they want you to get drunk during that show. I'm pretty sure there's people who walk like like it's a baseball game and they walk up and down the aisles with beer you can buy right then. Like, I honestly, I would be disappointed if that wasn't part of it. It's just. And I want to see the same thing on fucking Margaritaville, too. Rip Jimmy Buffett. They should be giving away margaritas at any subsequent performance of Margaritaville. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Also, the Margaritaville in Manhattan's closing. It's closing, which I didn't. I, I only recently found out that that was a real thing. So yeah, sorry to this man. Um, Rock of Ages is a jukebox musical, which yes, starring can be a Tom pro Cruise or in the movie. Yeah, um, American Idol singer Constantine whatever uh yeah. was in the production that I saw. Um, he was probably fine. It's just like a nothing show, full of classic rock songs that you're like i do know these and and as much as it's enjoyable to go watch people sing songs you know it's like watching really good karaoke yeah like you're like these are talented people singing songs i recognize and i can enjoy that but the rest of it's nothing i couldn't tell you the plot they're trying to save a bar i think someone might be gay like that's all i have for you i was gonna say wasn't frankie grande in it well, if, that, if Frankie Grande was in it, someone was certainly gay. Right. So I'm trying to I'm trying to look up now 
how long it played on Broadway. Rock of Ages. Like it was, it was a decent amount of time. Like, it's the perfect show to bring your dad to. So I can right. imagine that a lot of families went to go see it because dad was buying the tickets and he's like, I want to see someone sing Sweet right. Child of Mine on Broadway. Okay, yeah, this thing lasted for nearly six years. That's insane. That's insane. For what? For so for you can dad. see someone sing "Sweet Cherry Pie" on a Broadway stage. Well, I was gonna say that while like a blonde, thin girl probably pole dances. Just go to a Hard Rock Cafe. You'll have the same experience, and you'll be go able to, to get an ice cream sundae. Oh my god, yes! Like honestly, and you'll save so much money on tickets. Well, or maybe not because you prob- the if you go to the Hard Rock to- Cafe and you go to Rock of Ages and you drink the same amount of beer, you might you might spend more at the broadway but right. it depends on how much food you think you can put away at a hard rock cafe yes that is a valid point so if you're hungry go to a hard rock cafe yes if, if you, you just, just want to drink beer and hands. hear classic rock go to a hard rock cafe I, yes if you love that american idol cafe. if you love that american idol guy whose name is constantine something i guess go see rock of ages but not anymore right. he's not in it so no I don't even think it's running off Broadway anymore. No. Um, I have a slight honorable mention. Okay. Uh, which is mixed feelings towards the show's uh. Oh my God, Finian's Rainbow. Um, I I, I know we've talked about we've it. We talked group about chat, it, and I still could not tell you what it's about. I couldn't either. Um, except that I did this show as part of community theater. It has some absolute bangers, but I'm also pretty sure it has blackface in it. So let's that's what we talked let's about. let's re-examine right. it's a it's a memory of black hole memory for me where i can't remember if we double casted this person or we just did blackface and i don't want to go back to investigate to find out so yeah hey so we'll leave that there why'd you do that you probably don't have to have blackface to do the show but a major plot point is some a leprechaun turns an evil sharecropping overseer into a black man so some race talk is unavoidable wow yeah that said how are things in glockamora slaps so (laughs) i don't yeah i don't think my number one most disliked musical will be a surprise to you i don't think it will be a surprise i think a lot of there's been many a hot take about it it was a, a a whole thing i feel like i should know this one uh, you might have watched a video I say to about it, listeners. I, the musical that I find the most deplorable is Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, yeah. First yeah. of all, I don't trust Pasek and Paul. Look at them. Just look at them. I... They, look, <laughs> they look like Uncanny Valley versions of men. Their earlier stuff was so great. I'm glad. And then Dear Evan Hansen happened, and then everything since I feel like has sounded a lot like that like greatest showman just sounds a lot like dear evan hansen it's the same thing i feel like they got a hit and they were like we can just do this over and over again and it will make money meanwhile i went in for that show Hmm. a couple times yeah um i just look at their picture like their promotional shots and they look like if you touch their skin it would be hard you know that's a good burn like they just don't look they look like money has hardened them in a in a plastic way Mm. Um, so I don't truck Pasek and Paul. I don't ever expect to meet them, but if I did, I'd be suspicious of them. 
Dang. Yeah. I did. I helped one of them out at my survival job one time, um, and he couldn't. He, whoever was there didn't have the time to say, "Hey, how are you?" Because Mark Platt called him as I was like approaching him. Well, there you go. Yep. Um. Yep. Second, I think it's a show that was so fun. Either fundamentally misunderstood by everyone, or has was written in such a way that it was not clear that it's a bad take on mental illness i think one teenagers yeah teenagers carry that yeah market yeah um so it doesn't like so not that it doesn't matter but like it doesn't matter to the teenagers right for the most part i think that's a show that it came out initially we were like what what a groundbreaking yeah. piece of art and then like over like quarantine we had like a reflection process with everything that was changing yeah. we were like yeah maybe you missed the mark a bit right cuz like it's just it's a story about a teen who makes a very bad choice and right. doesn't face a ton of consequences for it right i once heard on a podcast like it's a show about a kid who like the fucks up but then says i'm sorry and then everything is fine so that's the moral of the story is you can be the worst person but if you say you're sorry you're fine right and but in the, which is not like the moral of you can make mistakes and it will be okay is good but the level and i know like with musicals things are bigger and like but it just seems like such a large level to deceive people that it involves both like really big emotional pain for some and really large financial kind of fraud mm -hmm. two really high stakes things that i believe at the end of the uh, the musical they're just like we won't tell anyone this won't affect your future we forgive you and we'll just bury this for the rest of our lives man fascinating to me that two of your choices are ben platt yeah vehicles. i realized that my like real list was bookended by ben platt <laughs> and I don't have, I don't like Ben Platt, but I don't have a personal vendetta against his work. I do think Ben Platt made a bad choice of insisting on starring in the Dear Evan Hansen movie because um, it did not make him look good. It made him, right. it made him look like a Nepo baby, which he hates to be said. It and he is. Um, yeah. But he was not fit to play that role in that capacity and he should have known that and bowed out gracefully instead of clinging on to right. the role that he really seems to believe is his um do like the legacy thing of like have like have a cameo where you're like exactly the cool like the cool librarian and you right. have all of like three minutes of screen time but you're talking to evan and you're like you know what you'll figure it out kid and then i should sure the torch to LOL. an actual like child the ben platt of this year you gen know? z yeah yeah gen z's ben platt who is that i don't know one of the kids from high school musical the musical um probably joshua bassett he could be ben platt i don't know i i, I don't know because i don't I, hate, i've heard the name but i don't well yeah he's uh who olivia rodrigo was dating i'm i'm aware of that i just like that like he could punch me in the face oh right same now. i, I don't know what he is. looks like even a little bit except he's presumably looks like every other boy uh he probably just looks like boy um <laughs> he looked like a man um like it's just yeah he should have he could have really done something he could have produced it and it could yeah. have been there could have been hope for that musical um right i still don't agree with the plot 
Um, I like. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. I like some of the bones. Like, yeah, I mean, like, and some of those songs are bops. Like, yes. "Good for You" is killer, which they don't have in the movie. No, I believe bummer. Well, they cut a lot of songs. From I, the movie, thing right? about the movie, and like, I, this is not my own original thought. This was some from one of the many video essays I've watched out of it. But that they cut basically every song that's not Evan singing. So it cuts out a lot of the songs that are basically criticisms of Evan to the point where you really like some look very sympathetic, you know? It's a weird okay. movie. I think the movie really did a disservice to the show. And because did you the watch mo- it? No. Uh, I, okay. But I have watched, like I said. <laughs> you've, just seen, you've just seen the uh, the theses. Yes. Um, to the point where I think the movie probably made people look at the musical with a more critical lens and be like, oh, maybe it's not just a bad movie. Maybe the source material was kind of a problem to start with. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's and full it... of very old, not aging well gay jokes. Like. Right. Yeah. There's a whole, there's a lot of, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, I'm and like, it was written, what, 2000? I mean, I, I know Six? Colleen, our friend, worked on it in, like, 2016. Yeah. And so it was probably written well before that when it still wasn't okay, but you can see how they ended up there. But, like, yeah. edit people. Right. Dang. Yeah, it's well. People care about that show, and I don't think they're correct. Um, and I think it's also hard to do a good show about the struggle of mental illness. Like I'm a bigger fan of Next to Normal. I mean, it was bound to come up in this conversation. Yeah. It always does. But like, people who do not like Dear Evan Hansen always say how much better of a depiction next to normal is and i also don't think next to normal has aged perfectly well we've talked about this like it could be it could be updated yes um and maybe it's just because it's a more i don't know i don't know if it's a more human approach or just the fact that it's not centered on a teenager who gets away with everything like right who also like pacing and paul seem to have a not great understanding of what anxiety is i don't know if this is from the show but it is in the movie that at one point Evan says, I don't need my anti-anxiety medication anymore I'm because I'm happy now, so I don't need it. And you think that's going to pay off at a point where he's like, oh, wait, no, this is not something that can be cured by me, like, getting a girlfriend and having friends. And so they come back to it, but they don't. He just, they don't ever come back to that plot point. So. Big the room energy. Yeah, it's like they forgot that they said that. All right. You know, maybe one day we'll do a Dear Evan Hansen movie watch and talk about it in more depth. Um, right. But I just don't think it did a good job. I All loved right. Ben Platt and Pitch, and Pitch Perfect. I mean, Ben Platt and Pitch Perfect is it. And I feel like Ben Platt in theater camp is, you know, doing a good job. I, I haven't sp- seen it yet. Me neither. But the trailers, I'm like, this seems like a f- fun role for I you. I mean, yeah. I mean, like the kid... <laughs> like yes nepotism and everything but like he clearly has the talent i did see him he was a great elder cunningham on the tour of book of mormon i would believe it he was he was solid in that we know he can be funny and that was like between pitch perfect and pre-pitch perfect two yeah Yeah, pre-evan hansen pre-pitch perfect two but post pitch perfect one yes so it's like people are starting to know who this kid is but it's not like it's not what it is now yes yeah. Um, 
there's a lot of bad musicals out there and so many of them I'm sure like we don't talk about just because like we didn't interact with them right one of my friends saw King Kong the musical and said it was just terrible but a very impressive puppet I forgot about that yeah Yeah. most people would have um yeah like I'm trying to think I mean the I, I thought of the Jimmy Buffett one which I didn't even see right like I will say though, and I don't read reviews for anything, mm-hmm. much less stuff that I'm in. But I read the reviews for Margaritaville on Broadway, and it's hilarious how scathing that yeah. review was from the New York Times. Yeah, I think. I've read and like, that. apologies to everyone involved in that show. Like, you did what you had to do, get your checks. But from what I like, just that review was so fucking funny. Part of me wanted to mention Oliver again in this episode because as we talked about it last time, while the songs are good, actually trying to watch at least the movie version of the show is so long and painful that I was like, we need to address that again. But <laughs> I feel like I said my piece last time, but Oliver we'll straddles the line. About, we'll do an episode about movie musicals. Yes. Um, Zach asked, Zach was like, what about Annie? And I was like, I am truly neutral about Annie. Annie, uh, I have a complex, not even a complex relationship. I, I've done Annie like five fucking times. Right. Um, I've been in the show and I've choreographed the show on more than one occasion for both things. Yeah. And Annie's actually a really great show when you have a professional production. When it's not 50 high schoolers. Right. Or 50 middle schoolers or 50 elementary, elementary schoolers. schoolers. Yeah. Like, have, like, they did the Annie Live uh, broadcast mm-hmm. with, like, Taraji P. Henson and um, Nicole Scherzinger. Um, Nicole Scherzinger fully giving anthropomorphized Siri. <laughs> I loved it. Um, but, uh, like, Harry Connick Jr. as fucking uh, <laughs> Warbucks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was great, but then somebody posted a photo of him saying, "This is I imagine this is what the Grinch looks like without his fur. <gasps> oh, no. I know, it was so bad, but so funny. But, but like, that Annie, that production of Annie was actually spectacular because you had real professional adult actors yeah. and real professional kids. So, if you're going to do it, that's, that's my, you have to do it. That's my Annie rant, so thank you for your time. Rant, ranty. Rant, no, rant. I can't really get there. I almost said Matthew Morrison's The Grinch, uh, but we've already done a whole <laughs> episode about that, so if you want to hear our feelings on that, go find it and listen to it. There has been a few times where I've considered re-releasing that episode just for fun. You never know. Um, Zach also wanted to throw out Seussical, but I kind of like Seussical. Oh, I fucking love Seussical. Right? Some people hate Seussical, but I love Seussical. I have a vendetta against them for not casting me in my community theater production of it, but like that's my own, that's, that's my true, own yeah. issues. Yeah, it's, it's, I went to see the show afterwards. I was like, damn, it's pretty good. So, <laughs> who uh, who did you audition for? Literally anyone. It was okay. just like, please, I am a child. Put me in your show. Sure. And they're like, no, we have enough children. And I was like, all right, mm. fair enough. You would have been a cute JoJo though. Oh, I would never have been JoJo. You know how many, okay. like, young theater boys in my hometown there were? Right. We I'm, were yeah, swimming sure. in them. Dang. Okay. <sighs> well, I guess that's our show. <laughs> that's it. I don't, I can think of more things to be negative about, but... Right. I mean, like, here's the thing. If you're listening to the show and or if you're just discovering us, 
and you want our opinions on specific shows, write in, and yeah. we will tell you our opinions, even if the opinion is we don't got one. Yeah, I I will always make a good faith effort to learn something about a show if someone if yeah. we're talking about it. There's always yeah. something out there. There's a, a, an endless number of musicals out there, and as the, the namesake says, we are simps. So. We are. So, even, yeah. the, even the worst musical theater will still watch. We might not enjoy it, but we will watch it. But we will take the time. Um, yeah, I guess you can find the show at Glee Aggressive. Yep. Uh, gleeaggressive at gmail.com. Write in with truly whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, I don't know. With Now that the writer strike is done, we'll see how long the actor strike continues. We're getting closer. Yeah, as so much the as we writers... would love to continue talking about musical theater, and we will. And we will. Don't worry. We've got a Glee to finish. We've got a Glee to finish. We left and you we are... on, like, a cliffhanger, basically. We did. Man, people were waiting for that episode I know, we were we about were... to drop. And we recorded it, and it's ready to go. But you can't have it yet. No. So, hopefully, the writer's strike is officially done. Hopefully, SAG after it is not too far behind. Um, if you have questions on what all of that means, feel free to write in to us and yeah. we'll do our best to explain as well. Um, but yeah. Until then, Ian, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Ibroski on all the social medias, uh, Um Listen to my music and buy my merch and our merch. Yeah, buy our merch. Um, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, what about you, Karina? You can find me on TikTok and on blue sky and i guess that's kind of it at this point right. um you're not on threads no i've decided i'm not getting on threads out of principle maybe one day we'll put the podcast on threads i'm not mm. opposed to that i just don't want mm. me on there um and that's an epic adventure of uh technically you can still find me on old twitter new x but i upgraded <laughs> yeah. my phone and nothing i will do will let it log log me in so i was like i guess i'm done with twitter now because Every time wow. I try to log in, it's like, error occurred. You can't have this. So unless I open my iPad, I cannot look at old Twitter new X. So I'm like, whatever. I'm giving up now. And I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah, like, we'll see we you don't, next we, time. We haven't something. thought of a sign-off or anything. We don't like... have to. This isn't a real podcast yet. Exactly. That's <laughs> true. Um, yeah. Scene. And scene. Please. Aggressive, glee, glee, aggressive, glee, glee, aggressive, glee, glee, aggressive.